This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's get into this conversation and we'll continue it, of course, after news where Equal Education um, is just looking at the issue of the budget from yesterday, from what um, the Minister of um, Finance had had to say, Inokodongwana. He outlined, of course, the government's spending priorities for the 2024-25 financial year. And Equal Education has expressed their concern regarding the ongoing austerity budgeting that entails significant cuts to social spending. Mafuz Rafaji is, Rafi rather, is joining us on the line. Mafuz, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you for having me. So what is the issue for you regarding the allocation for the Department of Basic Education? Um, look, ultimately, overall, this this remains an austerity budget despite uh, the government's attempts to, to increase expenditure in some areas. In education, it's, it's extremely uh, concerning because we know that the state of education is in need of a lot of funds. Um, the, the conditions of schooling infrastructure um, where, where thousands of schools are still dependent uh, or if not dependent, still using illegal platforms, uh where the majority of schools don't have libraries or computer facilities or science labs and where a huge amount of schools are overcrowded or unsafe. Um, a lot of money is needed to address these problems, let alone the the, the the, the need for more teachers and and a range of other resources. Mm. And, and ultimately yesterday, the, the budget was very disappointing because um, it indicated a political choice by the government not to prioritize the rights of learners and not to prioritize uh, socioeconomic spending in general. And we've seen uh, uh, the announcement of cuts to, to infrastructure funding, which will be devastating for mm. especially the poorest learners in our society, and it will only exacerbate uh, problems of inequality and future problems that this country may face. Mm. I'm going to request, Mafuz, that you please just hang 10. We want to go to news headlines, um, and we'll continue our conversation with Equal Education Researcher regarding yesterday's budget allocation, specifically for the Department of Basic Education. This is your world. Power 98.7. Now we're talking. This is Power Lunch. Let us continue our conversation with Mafuz Rafi, who is Equal Education Researcher, speaking about the budget allocation for the Department of Basic Education yesterday by the Finance Minister, Inok Kodongwana. So, Mafuz, how much do you think is needed or should have been allocated to the department in order for it to do its work? Um, look, so the department actually has said its own estimates. Um, last year in a report that it presented to Parliament, it said at minimum it needs uh, 20,000 rand to ensure that the most pressing, uh, uh, sorry, not 20,000 rand, 20 billion rand each year to ensure that the most pressing uh, infrastructure backlogs are alleviated by 2030. Um, but that wouldn't alleviate all infrastructure backlogs that are required for, for schools to not have by law. So, so schools are by law required to have a certain amount of infrastructure, and this includes uh, things like uh, safe sanitation, things like uh, safe perimeter fencing, and as well as things like that will enable good quality teaching and learning like libraries and labs and stuff. Mm. So, so the government estimates that in total it would need 40 billion rand each year to eliminate all these backlogs 
by 2030. Uh, at the moment, uh, spending on infrastructure has just been allocated to the education infrastructure grant around um, 13 billion rand. And total spending on infrastructure, I think, is about 15 billion rand. Sure. And so that that is a dire shortage. They definitely will not be able to eliminate these backlogs by 2030. And 2030 is a deadline that um, has been extended. This initial deadline for, for many of the items was 2023. And for, for, for some of the most pressing and severe items, such as safe toilets and um, uh uh, electricity and 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 sustainable water, etc., was 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 even earlier in 2016 and 2020. Mm. But the government has, has continuously failed failed to meet these deadlines, and so it definitely and they've cited the lack of resources and austerity funding in, essentially uh, as a reason why they've been not been able to meet these deadlines. And so the government really needs to to. Uh, prioritize the resourcing of of schools and prioritize education in in its in its spending. Mm. It's only certainly certainly much more than than what has been allocated and afforded to it today to to ensure that their rights are are protected as as mandated by the constitution. There seems to be continuous budget cuts, um, you know, for various departments, including, of course, as we are discussing now, the Department of Basic Education. But it also seems provincially they are also struggling themselves. Do you know which provinces are really in a dire need of additional funding? Yes. um, So, uh, indeed, it is a big concern of of cuts to provinces because um, the majority of education funding is is channeled through, through provinces. And we're noticing that um, uh, there, there are two uh, interrelated problems. The one is that uh, rural schools are not afforded and rural provinces are not afforded enough resources. And this is partly because um, the cost to provide certain services in rural areas are much higher than they would be in urban areas because because logistics are more expensive, its resources are a bit more scarce, and, and so that drives up for the price. That's not properly budgeted for all this. Um, but the other, the other pressing concern is also in in high in migration areas. Um, so provinces like Gauteng and Western Cape, where where there's lots of high in migration to to Johannesburg and to Cape Town in particular, um, we're waiting, uh, and there's there's a delay in sort of statistical releases uh, uh, at that that are accounted for by the budget, and so so often these these schools don't get allocated enough resources to deal with the overcrowding problems that that, that come because um, of high immigration. Uh, we do welcome, they uh, did announce uh, a grant to the Western Cape for specifically to for a rapid school infrastructure building program, but definitely this needs to be extended um, to, to areas which are in pressing need of school infrastructure, for example, Limpopo and Eastern Cape, where they still have a huge amount of schools who, who use but latrines and the toilets. And as well as in Gauteng, where overcrowding is acknowledged by the, both the provincial and national government to be a severe problem. Hmm. And, you know, it continues to be an issue, right? The issue of budgeting um, and the issue of, um, you know, now, especially like when we look at places like KZN, where they now have to work things around um, because of the flooding there and, you know, um, how they are going to deal with the situation there specifically because of finances that have been cut, but they must still find the money from somewhere. 
do you think it's it's feasible for the for 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 treasury to continue to be cutting these budgets especially for a department you know such as basic education also maybe for one like health indeed it is a big problem and and what uh i guess the phrase that's that's popular is that they governments end up robbing Peter to pay Paul because there are so many different pressing uh, socioeconomic needs that that are required and and just not enough resources that are going around in the budget to address these needs and to to meet the uh, and uh, ensure that the socioeconomic rights of, of people especially those who have been um, ostracized and oppressed by by apartheid regimes and by the current economic system that we, we still uh, live under, um, these rights are, are not adequately protected by public spending. And and then the, what because of because of an austerity budget, what ends up uh, happening in the rhetoric we hear from, from Treasury is, is when we when we raise these issues is oh where where do you want this funding to come from? Should we mm-hmm. take it from health to pay for education or should we take it from social development? And our answer is, is really uh, to reject that that sort of spending, what, what what we need to be clear about is is that the government needs to make um, more available and 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 take harder efforts to to target its spending cuts um, to those uh, areas which uh, are more able to uh, to to support them. So so we have a huge problem of inequality in South Africa, and the budget is a transformatory tool. So. What the budget should do is take uh, from uh, richer areas and make sure that poorer areas are being adequately serviced and that their rights are being protected. Mm. But not only that, it should also be extended into the way that revenue is raised. Mm. So we, we, for example, we welcome the uh, drawing of the JFECRA resources um, and to, uh, to, to boost public spending this year. But there are definitely other channels that the government should be able to pursue and, and consider at the very least uh, such as a, a wealth tax and, and other measures of um, mm. increased taxation to, to raise the, the level of spending that the government is able to provide and to ensure that rights are protected. Mm. Mafuz, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Appreciate it. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.